What's going on, everybody? Zane here. I'm with Ronnie. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Vive podcast. Ronnie, how is your Memorial Day weekend going, sir? It's been going great. Really, really busy on our end. We had some stuff going on over the weekend, but uh, yeah, I was uh, happy to get in some 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 game time here today. So I'm I'm ready to talk. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, I know Memorial Day just ended up being a lot. I'm sorry, Memorial Day weekend ended up being a lot busier than I expected. But um, I think that there is a game that is coming out this week that you and I had a chance to try and are excited to chat about just because uh, we've been going back and forth a lot via text because uh, I think you you were able to jump in it much sooner than I was. So I think you're a little bit further along. But yeah. uh, let's let's stop beating around the bush. That game is Budget Cuts, and it's the game that we have been waiting for, for what, over two years at this point? Um, yeah. Since the demo came finally, out. Finally, finally murdering zombie or murdering zombies, murdering robots and uh, <laughs> eating lots of yummy VR cookies. Exactly. Yeah. So... I, let's. I mean, let's go straight into it. What you want to just dive in with some first thoughts? Yeah, sure. So actually, I b- before playing the. I mean, it's not the final build, but it's a final build of the game. It's like you know a finished version of the game that that we got a chance to play prior to release. And uh, you know, before getting into that, I spent quite a bit of time in the demo. I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there have played the demo countless times too but but i actually spent like a good like hour or so uh playing the demo before i before i played the this this final and and that was that was by accident right yeah it was by (laughs) accident initially but i'm glad i did because uh it was compare and contrast exactly it was cool to see some of the changes and especially like like i mean (gasps) there's a lot of visual changes here and there just like you know the robots look completely redone they they animate a lot smoother now they're like just like the characters are more fully fleshed out. And I'm sure we'll get to that in a little bit, but like, yeah, just like overall, all the design work has been, it's the same general style, but it's just been revamped and, and really polished. So everything looks great. And then in terms of just seeing like, you know, some of the differences that you can tell the team really spent, put a lot of effort to make sure that everything was as interactive as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering this is a VR game, you know, one of the things you and I always harp about when we play a game is whether, you know, whether we feel like the interactions in the environment are realistic enough to, to really get immersed in the experience. And when you have, you know, in, in the initial demo, you could pick up cups and you could pretty much pick up any items that were in the levels for the most part. And I remember uh, when but- we talked about that, that was like, a little not I don't want to say ahead of its time because a lot of other games did that too but it, it yeah. like that was that was a but big they did a really a big point of yeah. it even even you know a couple of years ago when the demo came out no cuz they they really did a good job of making sure that like anything that people would want to mess around with that that there was something there but like but like I said like before you could you know pick up a cup and throw it but it you know kind of didn't act super like a real cup like now the the cups, you know, shatter when you throw them and the plates do the same thing. And like, like I was kind of hinting at, there's cookies in the game and you can <laughs> eat them and you can, you know, like, like, like the, the test is, for me, to, whether I'm going to, you know, be sufficiently immersed in experiences, as soon as I see vending machines and like, you know, water dispensers and all that stuff, oh, can I push the buttons? And I can, I can say without a doubt that like pretty much everything in this game if it looks like it should be interactive, 
and it will be interactive and you can kind of just mess around and, and it, it just, it makes the game so much fun. Like I, I, you know, budget cuts is all about, you know, it's, it's about it kind of, you know, exploring your environment and kind of mapping out, trying to figure out what your next steps are going to be. And while you're doing that strategically, it's also fun to kind of just explore from a narrative standpoint and just like try to try to figure out all the little funny Easter eggs and stuff that have been put in there for you to, to have fun with. So like, yeah, all those, like going from the demo to, to the, 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 the completed version of the game. I mean, right away, I can see that they really spent a lot of time, you know, upping the ante in terms of making sure that there's lots of cool VR stuff that you can do. Um, and then, and then, yeah, your, your expectations are kind of immediately dashed when, uh, some of the, some of the, the, the portions of the demo, uh, are, are brought back here, but in a slightly different form. Like it, like I said, I had played that demo so many times that I was kind of on autopilot mode. So as soon as I would go into, I'd see this hallway, I knew exactly, okay, go here, go here, you know, get the key from the, from the drawer, open the safe, push the button on the safe, go through the vent. Like I had everything kind of memorized and I was in that exact same environment at the beginning of, of the completed version. And, oh, wait, look, the, the grates already, already open and they're, you know, so I don't have to go and grab a key or anything. And like, it looks like somebody's already been here before. And like, and then, and then you're introduced to like friendly robots, which is something that doesn't exist in the, in the demo at all. Like yeah. anytime <clears throat> you see a robot, you're like, you know, immediately like scrapping for that knife that you have in your inventory. So. <laughs> yep. So the, the fact that there's like all this kind of, you know, extra stuff going on in the game and I don't want to get too much into like you know, what the narrative is actually about or what happens. But um, there's a lot of those like little detail, like there is a narrative now, there are characters, there's a voiceover kind of a Morpheus-esque, you know, voice that's in the back of your head telling you uh, how you need to get out and uh, yeah, I, all that, that was stuff. A nice, really that was a nice touch because one thing, and I just want to interject real quick, is the, yeah. we and we've mentioned it in other games as well, where, <clears throat> there's no like menu screen or anything like you kind of yeah. just follow along with the narrative by figuring it out as you go. Uh, yeah. And then you're kind of just directed along by that, that Morpheus type character, which, which, which is cool. And I, I thought was, was a good touch to the game or a solid touch. Um, and yeah, I mean, sorry, that was, that was just my broader point that I, I think yeah, that, yeah. that was, that was a really good, good, no, but that's, good part a, that's of it. a good segue into like, I mean, uh, you're a hundred percent right. Like once you're in the game, you're in the game and there isn't anything like they, I, I, I think, uh, the team at need corp did a really good job of, um, uh, finding natural ways to get you exposition. Like, like I, I think the way the beeper works where the, they give you a beeper at the beginning of the game and, uh, throughout the, the game, uh, you know, that character will kind of, you know, give you a new code that you're able to, you, you're able to call, the number on the beeper on any phone that you find uh, in the environments. And when you do that, it'll print out a little paper with kind of like a hand scribbled, like explanation of what your objectives are and what you should be trying to do. It's like an so old school time, fax machine in a, yeah, exactly. in, in a world of robots. It's an old school fax machine, <laughs> <laughs> but it's super helpful. You know, like it's such a cool idea and like, and so little neat touches like that, I think really, you know, help like guide you. And and the other thing I noticed that wasn't in the demo 
uh, you're given a magnifying glass at the beginning of the game, and you can use that to kind of look over papers and different things in the environments to kind of get hints or clues as to like if 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 your reading of of the the drawing on the on the sheet of paper isn't you know as precise as you'd like it to be, you can use that magnifying glass, and then it uncovers kind of a more direct to the point explanation that kind of helps guide you and where you need to go. So there's like all those little things and, and it it's all done super, super well in terms of like all of the systems that they added, I feel like they added them in a way that complements VR really well. So for example, the magnifying glass, like you could have just had those that 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 type be there immediately, or you could have, you know, you could have it just kind of pop up in the screen. But the way they did it where uh, you hold the magnifying glass up and it, you know, distorts the, the, your view in the magnifying glass and, you know, that adds like a shader effect or something that makes it like that tinted, like kind of, you know, mm-hmm. magnified look to it. And show, like it makes you feel like you kind of worked for the hint and it makes it feel fun and engaging that you're actually, you know, like you're, you're working with the systems that they gave you. So it's not everything just like everything about this game just oozes with, uh, you know, need Corp knows VR and that they've thought this through um, as far as making a VR from the ground up experience. So, yeah, uh, but like, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I I was just going to follow up on that. And like, I mean, I I feel like from the beginning, they have the right idea because, you know, like. And I'm 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 saying this not in a criticizing way because, but to a certain extent, they're they didn't build too much upon the demo in terms of like you know mind blowing new innovations. Um, yeah, yeah. they added to the game, which was which is fantastic because the game feels really fleshed out now. But in terms yep. of like you know movement interaction things like that, a lot of that stuff was was the same and. Um, I think the impressive part for me is the fact that they were, you know, that demo was one of the first things that came out when the Vive launched. So from the yeah, beginning, I, I, I just feel like they've had a good pulse on where, you know, how to utilize VR to the fullest. Um, yeah. You know, I think in that time since what, April-ish to 2016 uh, until now and definitely, you know, a lot of last year, you there was a big, big clamoring for uh, locomotion from a large part of the VR population. Uh, mm-hmm. And so this game obviously still uses teleportation uh, and they make that a part of, um, you know, the narrative in terms of like the tools that you're using to get around. So I think that that's mm-hmm. a cool, cool aspect, or at least they, they did it in a, in a, yeah. in a tasteful way. <laughs> But yeah, and, and the thing—the thing about the teleportation in this game too, because like for for people that are really you know into locomotion or you know don't know a whole lot about you know VR games up to this point, I mean, yeah, uh, right now when you're traversing, you know, trying to get around in large environments, it's either using a trackpad or a joystick on the controller to move you, yourself in space like fluidly, or teleporting. The the fluid motion is kind of weird because you know obviously. If you're move, you, moving yourself with a stick or with a pad, you're not actually moving in real life. Um, with teleportation, it's kind of jerky because you know you're 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 essentially telling the game where you want your play space to be in the environment, and then sending the environment over there. So there's kind of that blink or delay of of switching from spot to spot. Mm-hmm. But then when you're in a spot, you're able to to move around quite a bit with you know. If if you have the room and you're in your in in your play area, then you can walk around. So like 
like as far as yeah, budget cuts was like really the first game I think that really introduced teleportation. I think in the early days, like you know, in April 2016, like you were saying. And in a lot of ways, though, they did it from the beginning much better than anyone else has really done as far as this type of gameplay. Because I mean, they're not going for like I mean, there are super tense moments where you need to be you know, on your toes kind of thing. But really, this is kind of almost like a puzzle strategy type game in a sense where, you know, like if you're discovered or if your plan, your plan is to attack, then you can kind of think ahead where you want to be in that room to attack the robots that, that are coming after you or whatever. But in general, it's not a game that like is like a fast twitch, like, you know, run and gun type of game. So, so teleportation works pretty well for the pacing that they've, they've set up. And well, yeah, it's, it's got a very spy esque, um, like sneaking around element to it, which I, I don't know that. I mean, I'm trying to think of other games that have something similar to this, but I, I yeah. feel like not in VR. I mean, like yeah, it almost feels like metal gear solid or something. That, and that's, like, that's immediately what came to my mind. And I was, cause I, I mean, we've obviously like, uh, had the, the benefit of being able to be exposed to a lot of different games. And I, I just, yeah, when I was in there, I had this like nostalgic feeling of like having done it once before. And then I realized that it was just a <laughs> demo. Cause I don't think that I've been doing, you know, like a lot of other yeah. games are similar. Like you're just like running around or you, you know, a uh, first person shooter or wave shooters, whatever the type of, whatever the type of game is. But, um, yeah, I, I just felt like I was literally sneaking around and doing things. And that, that was, you know, refreshing to, to have that be the first time again. Yeah. No, and, and and I mean, the other thing that's cool about how they do teleportation is the fact that, like, I think it's really smart how they make a circle that indicates where the middle of your play space area is mm-hmm, yep. and how they won't let you teleport unless you're in the middle. So every single time you tell, and, and by the way, like, uh, just to make it clear, I mean, we're all, like, Zane and I both have vibes. We both have room scale setups. Uh, I know the game is initial is is eventually going to support non room scale. Like when it releases, it's going to have uh, non room scale, just normal sitting sit down setups, uh, you know, for it as well. But I it's still like m- my understanding from talking to the dev team and also just from 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 you know reading up on the game. It I mean this is a it was developed for room scale to really take the full ad, full advantage of the mechanics that they give you here. And you can tell, like, like, a, like again, like it's a super smart idea to force the player to go in the middle of the room of the play area before it allows you to teleport, because then every single time you teleport, you have an awareness of like once you you play for a while, you start getting that awareness that I've just teleported, and so that means I can now move within my play space like anywhere, you know, like I'm going to start in the center. You know what I mean? It, like once you start moving quickly and you teleport, 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 like let's yeah. say you teleport and then need to, to walk around or, or like kind of move to the corner or something. Like once you get the hang of it, I feel like that context that it provides you makes it like a really satisfying way of, 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 of both using teleportation, but then also being able to take advantage of room scale and being able to move in your own real life space quickly and effectively and like like not having to worry about hitting furniture and all that kind of stuff like yeah. when when you get used well, to it. and and again like it it comes back to i think just smart game design um yeah. because the thing is like 
and, and it's it's a part of the game, right? Like it's a part it's a part of the narrative, like it's a part of the tool that you're using to get around. So therefore, mm-hmm. it doesn't. I mean, and maybe maybe I'm just I don't know. I, like it, it doesn't feel restrictive because like it's an element of the game rather than like oh yeah. you're not allowed to do such and such for no reason. No, you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, and like to they, take they, it a step further. Like, yeah, to, to take it a step further with like how like like kind of like what we were talking about earlier, the the espionage uh, side of the game. I mean, by teleporting, not only like, like it gives you the opportunity to kind of check out your surroundings in that new area prior to actually committing to the teleport. So like once, like when you, when teleporting, you're not just pointing at a spot and clicking, you're shooting a little projectile that you, that kind of ricochets off of whatever you're, you're targeting lands on a spot and then assuming it's a spot that you can teleport to it shows you a little preview of that area and you're actually able to rotate and kind of see what it's going to look like before saying okay yeah that's a safe spot or that's where i want to be and then clicking a different button and going there and, and so that and adds this is like still an element and, and this is still i just want to quickly highlight that this is still one of the coolest ways to use teleportation and obviously it fits the the theme of the game in terms of like espionage and spy and sneaking around but it's still one yeah. of the coolest ways to go about it, it yeah. even though it's an extra step of clicking like the fact yeah. that you can like look around before you actually physically move there is so cool no, like I can't. I mean, thinking about it, like I don't know how you couldn't play this game. Like you're saying, you couldn't play this game without this mechanic. You know, mm-hmm. like like the way they set up the levels and the the places you need to go, and like how you're able to kind of you know go from you know the floor to like oh you see a uh, you see a tile moved on the ceiling and you kind of you know angle your projectile so that it bounces off the walls and lands in the rafters and then you're now in the rafters and like all of the all of the cool things that you're able to do in this game i think are a product of of the movement system in a way that i mean it's just it's really satisfying and rewarding and a lot of fun yeah i i, I agree it's just and like i said it's it, it was taking me back because i i mean i think budget the budget cuz demo was one of the first games that i played um yeah. and, and i didn't you know just to go back i didn't get a vibe i think until maybe September of that year. So it had, it had been around for a while and I feel like I missed some of the hype in terms of, um, you know, when it, when it was first launched and everybody with their brand new vibes were playing it, but you know, it was something that you had recommended at the time and a game that you were excited about. So it's just cool to like be here, you know, X amount of uh, time later, or I guess I'm, I don't know what I'm saying X amount. It's about two years later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and have like a, a fully fleshed out like version. And, and it reminds me a lot of, um, if you played Vertigo, or if you remember mm-hmm. Vertigo, because Vertigo had a demo as well and then had a full, full game, um, it reminds me a lot of that. But you know, obviously the the storyline is just a l- much deeper. I don't know. I, I don't know. I was gonna say a little, but you know, much much deeper, and it, it builds upon what you already know from the demo. And I I don't think we necessarily need to go into spoilers and stuff. But I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, there's th- there's definitely a a solid narrative that you follow along throughout the entire. Um, Throughout the entire gameplay, um, yeah. which which I haven't no. com- fully completed yet, but you know it's it's definitely still the same as the uh, the demo, but now it just expanded greatly. And and I just like the fact that you're able to. I mean, they give you a set of tools, and you're kind of able to use those tools however you see fit. And that's just really like I mean, from the beginning, like 
that I that's how I play the demo. Like you don't need someone to tell you that you need to throw the knives at the robots. You kind of figure it out when you see the knives yeah. and start like like um one of the early things when I played the completed game that was like, yes, this is what I wanted. Like this is I can already tell this is gonna be awesome, is when they start you at the very beginning, you're in a little cubicle. And there's like a stamp on on your desk and some papers, and you can stamp the client on the papers, right? Yep. Like I, I started just stamping like anything with the client, <laughs> and I, I threw it at the robot in the other cubicle, and it marked a big decline on his forehead when I threw it at him. And then I went and picked it up and put it back in my inventory, and like I just keep that around and kind of mess with things. I, yeah, yeah. Like there was a little mouse robot, and I I threw a dart at the mouse robot, and oil started spraying out of it and it ran away. And like, it's all those little things. It's, it's the fact that they give you kind of a sandbox to play. And, and I mean, I, I, I was just kind of looking around to see what other people were, were kind of talking about the game. I noticed, you know, some, some of the outlets hadn't gotten a chance to, you know, review it yet. Cause they said they were having like technical difficulties or glitches with the game. And, you know, since they're, since this is technically an early release that we're playing the press, uh, prior to release that, oh, like, you know, we're just hoping once the game, you know, releases and then the bugs are worked out, we'll be able to fully review it, blah, blah, blah. I mean, in my, like, my time with it, thankfully, I didn't really run in, into anything that I would consider a bug or, like, a game-breaking type issue. It was more like, it kind of like, for people familiar with Skyrim and, like, a lot of o- other open-world games, I think some of that stuff is just the nature of when you make a lot of physics-based systems with, you know, all kinds of stuff that you're able to throw at things and like all kinds of objects that interact with each other that sometimes sometimes you might lose a key when you're teleporting and that might, you know, you might need to restart. Like I think as the game, you know, as some of those things get discovered, maybe there'll be ways like I, like I think some maybe it would be nice if there was a way to kind of reset certain items, like like the keys, for example. If you if you somehow lose a key that you needed, um, I think there needs to be a way to to respawn that into the area or something. But yeah, like, that, that's that's actually an issue that I ran into where I, I like. I used it to get into an elevator and then I took the elevator and I guess I dropped it in the previous spot and I couldn't get back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, that's so like stuff like that. Like, I feel like I don't think those are bugs. I think it's just, I mean, if anything, it's just a nature of, of when you make a game that that's this interactive and this like free will, those are all just items. Like they're all treated just like any other item. Yeah. Like it, like it just, but but I do think like that's something that if if that isn't in the final game, then little things like finding clever like ways of respawning items or or quick ways to um, like another another kind of issue I had um, that could be improved was I guess the how often in the game auto saves. So sometimes it'll auto save you in a great spot where like you totally get why it saved there and. And, you know, if you die, it's it's not a bit major setback. But there's other areas of the game where I feel like I got pretty far along. Like, I made a lot of strategic decisions and, you know, fought multiple robots. And then I, and then I, I entered a new area and was blindsided and got killed, whatever. And my the last save point took me back, like, you know, a good, like, 15, 20 minutes away from where I was. 
And like stuff like that's a little frustrating because you don't want to have to, like I get to some extent, it allows you to replay those and have more, uh, you know, more chances of messing around and having fun. But on the other hand, you don't want to have to repeat places over and over again. So that's, that's something like, like, and, and that kind of happened with the demo too, as far as having to repeat things a lot if you died. I, I just think in a game like this where exploration is so much fun that you want to do as little as you can to punish players for, for, for exploring. And so maybe, maybe that's like, I played on the normal difficulty mode. I wonder if, if the relaxing difficulty mode, uh, the, the easier one, um, isn't more forgiving in the sense of, you know, the, it saves more often or, or if it's more forgiving in terms of like the deaths to where it's, you're not as likely to die then maybe, maybe that solves that problem. But it's just something that I noticed is like, like for me, I, like I said, I like to, I'm maybe not the most cautious player in the world. So I'll, I'll try to like, you know, run into an environment and like, I see an enemy and I think I can take it out. I, I won't always, you know, wait, I won't always <laughs> plan all my next steps for five minutes before going in. Yeah. So like, it'd be nice if, if, if something bad happens like that, that, you know, it doesn't take me too far, far back. Uh, on well, my system, Ronnie, the whole point of the game oh. is to be careful. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. I'm, I'm just saying that my experience, but that doesn't take away the fact that, like, like, like on, on the other hand, like the difficulty of the game is very rewarding. I, whenever you see those those robots, I feel like if you handle them right, they're easy to defeat, but also very satisfying because you know that if they hit you, they're going to kill you. And you do have to like you have to 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 make the right choices in order to get get by, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that is like a cool and I and I and I have fun like just picking up. I like in most games I hate inventory management. Like I would never want to like focus on what I'm picking up and what I'm discarding and all that kind of stuff. But there's something about the way they handle all those things in budget cuts that that in and of itself like I. I have fun just like standing there and picking up all the knives one by one and sliding them into my little my, <laughs> into your little arsenal. Yeah, and then and then and then get readying one in one hand and and having my teleporter in the other so that because I know I'm about to go into this room where there's three robots that had killed me three times and I think I can handle them this time. I know what I'm going to do. Like it's kind of fun to prepare for those things. So like like I said, like it's not like I don't want to repeat at all it would just be fun it would be nice if it could if you could either set your own possibly set your own save states or if it if it saved like you know more close to uh certain encounters so that if you were to die you just have to redo that encounter rather than like have to do three encounters over again to get back to that spot but that's just like minor complaint for 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 you know time that I, that I had a blast playing the game in so yeah I I mean I don't think that I've run into any of those spots yet because every time that I've been killed like it's been essentially right before I actually no no to be fair I mean there are certain times where like I thought I was done and then I wasn't and then all of a sudden yeah, I had to, like yeah. kind of redo it again so I, I get the frustration and I know or I'm sure that will only like oh and it could just be I suck like it's not <laughs> <laughs> but, like. This is just from my experience. No, no, I mean that's 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 totally fair. But like I said, I mean I think 
I think creating those save spaces or the custom save spawn spots, whatever it is, like I think, I think that would take you out of the element, and, and you know, I, I'm not sure yeah. if that's necessarily what they were going for, but you know, the level of immersiveness is definitely um, at a very high point when you when you can't just like, okay, I'm just gonna pause here. You know what I mean? Like, no, I agree. Uh, so I'm sure they it, it might. It's probably very well thought out. Like as far as because you're right. Like like part of the tension that's built from fighting the robots and all of that is knowing that if you screw up, then there's some consequences. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that one can go either way, essentially. Like, I, I agree with where you're coming from. And, like, as obviously see someone who went through and did it myself uh, and had, yeah, yeah. had, like, one or two instances where that was the case already, like, I totally, I totally get it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like you said, it just seems like it would be something that is – or that was well thought out. And I think on the whole, it makes the game have a more immersive feel, which is what you're, yeah. what you're really going for when it comes no, to No, I mean, dude, I, I get lost. Like, I mean, I played for several hours and like, I mean, I, I got completely lost in the game. Like, I, I mean, really the only time, uh, most of the time I stopped playing was because I wasn't sure exactly where to go forward. And I, and I don't know, like I tend to have issues like that in lots of games. So I, I wouldn't blame it on one game or or just VR in general, but yeah. yeah, like every now and then, like I'll get into an environment and I just don't see what I'm supposed to do or where I'm supposed to go. Like uh, right now, I'm in I'm in a spot where I need to figure out all my key cards have been reset, and uh, I need to I need to find a way to 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 keep going. And I'm not sure if I made a mistake or if I'm just missing something, but I've. I, I don't so really do you, know. Do you know how to go doing. back then if you need to? What like, do you what, mean? Like what happens when you reboot the game? Cause I've only had like one play session with it so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you re reboot, I mean it, you create, so the game like actually like for people that haven't had a chance to play the completed version yet, when you start it up, um, you have like multiple save slots kind of like, you know, and mm-hmm. eh, just like a lot of games out there. And, and so you can create a new game, you pick your difficulty and then you start it. So while you're playing, it seems like it's auto-saving. If at any point you turn off the game, um, when you turn it back on, um, it'll tell you kind of how long you've played and, and what you're like. Oh, there were like, like save slots there, I remember, at the beginning, yeah. right? Okay. And then you just, yeah, you just you basically continue on that slave, save slot. And so that that's like, I mean, the only thing with a game like this, like I said, I, I wish you could control your saves a little bit more and maybe you can and i just haven't and i just didn't see the option but i I did try to kind of look for that kind of stuff and i didn't see anything like that so it would have been nice to kind of pick which place you you're back at rather than just you're always you know once it saves then that's your last save spot and you don't really have any options to go further back or forward Mm -hmm. or any or Obviously not forward, but yeah. uh, further back, like pick where you where you start from. And the other thing that I kind of wish I could do is, let's say I've played half of the game or whatever, like more or less, um, at a certain difficulty level, and I do want to increase the difficulty or or make it easier. It doesn't look like, from what I can tell, that you're able to do that. Like it looks like you would have to start a new game if you wanted to play on relaxing, for example. So it it would gotcha. be nice. Okay. To, I, and again, I, I mean, listeners out there might you know get the game and say, "Hey, no, actually, this is in the final build." Or, um, 
or you totally missed it. Like it could be there now and I'm just not seeing it, but I did look for those kind of things and I wasn't able to. So those are things that I would like to ha- to be able to do if, if it's possible. And there might be a reason why maybe the, the way the, the, the world is created or loaded up, like doesn't allow those kind of things to be easily changed. I, I don't know. Like there's a million reasons why it could be the way it is, but um, that's just one thing I noticed. So like, yeah, you might be stuck with the difficulty level that you chose. Um, which which you makes me wonder if, you know, what the value of going back and playing like it on like extremely difficult after you've beaten it the first time um, and how much, how much is different than, you know what I mean? Like it'd be cool yeah. if there were like different elements that, that kind of came about um, that yeah, made yeah. the experience not, not no, just more yeah. difficult, but like, uh, you know, added some spice to it overall. Well, I mean, one of the cool things, like I, you hear of people that, like, apparently the whole the whole game can be beaten without without uh, taking out any robots. Apparently, you can from start to finish beat the game by simply by like sneaking like, around everywhere, sneaking around, and yeah, like I can, I can see that. I, that, yeah. I, but I, I'm sure that takes a hell of a lot of patience. <laughs> Yeah. Um, because you got you got to like make sure you're taking the long way around or waiting it out and things like that rather than taking out the robots and yeah having yep. free reign. And then and then the other the other thing I was just going to mention and again like we're we're playing a pre-release version of the game so so like performance issues especially might be ironed out in the future but I just noticed on my system uh, I have kind of a weaker processor CPU than than Zane does I don't know if, and and. Depending on how far you got, I don't know if you got to some of these areas anyways, but I noticed some of the later uh, areas that I got to um, really like started making my CPU kind of struggle a bit. Like I uh, I could tell like my frame rate kind of felt a little choppy. And so I went and looked in my task manager and it was saying that like even just in my task manager, not actively playing the game, but just it running in the background, it, it said it was like being utilized like like 77% or more. Wow. And that's, okay. that's, that's like on a, on my processor, even though it's, it's old, it's an I seven thirty seven seventy K. Um, so it's, it's from like 2000, it's an old processor, but I, I overclocked it quite a bit. It's, it's overclocked like 4.9 gigahertz. And for, for it to kind of struggle in some of those areas, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's not unheard of, but it, it's starting to make me, man, I, I, maybe I should get a new CPU at some point, but <laughs> I, I, I've heard other people say that you know there's certain parts of the game that aren't super optimized yet. So that there's also that. Like if if that ends up surviving to the the final release, then um, hope hopefully some of those will get a little ironed out. But it's it's in no way like unplayable or anything like that. But it it's it is something to mention if you have kind of a an older, older PC. CPU, or, yeah, yeah, there might. I, for for me, I did not have any issues actually i think it ran ran flawlessly but yeah i know that uh, i i didn't get as far as you did yeah um, yeah but no and most of the game did like like it i wouldn't consider it a bad performing it performs well and it looks great so it was just certain areas were getting bogged down and and like i said i i'm not i can't be a great judge of whether that's optimization or not just because i have such an older cpu so i'll be curious for you like you have an, a much newer, like you have a 6,700 K I think. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of people out there with newer. So I'd be curious to see if, if it's just me on this older generation of hardware that has those issues or if it just is completely like, I'll be, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll update everyone, you know, in a week or two. 
uh, once the the final release uh, comes out in case there's quite a bit more optimizations. Because, I mean, we all know, like, games prior to release sometimes don't work nearly as well as, as they do by the time they're actually released. So Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, and I think it'd be fun to... Uh, reconnect on like this game or, or like revisit this game after we've all had a chance yeah. to do at least one playthrough and uh, Damon included. So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean uh, for, for initial thoughts and like for, you know, how far we've made it so far uh, I mean, I'm having fun with it. I, I actually am yeah. going to jump right back in after we finish recording. So, yeah. uh, but there aren't many games, like I said, that like, I mean, I've, I've played like three ish hours today alone in budget cuts and like I'm, yeah, like I'd be happy to play more. Like I've been having a ton of fun. So it, it's just such a charming, polished, like fun game. Like it's, you, you know, that's the other thing that I'm hoping actually. I, I don't think this will open up once I finish it. Um, but the only other thing that I'm kind of missing from this is I wish that there was there were modes with shorter objectives for people to come over and play. Because that's the only thing is like, I mean, this is a game, I guess, for us, right? Like the the VR owners that want these longer experiences. But this is the perfect game. People have been asking for it. So here it is. Yeah. So, but this is like the perfect game. Like I said, I mean, there's still the demo, obviously, but there's a lot of things in the final version that are are better than the demo. I, I, it would be really nice to, if, if not in this, this, you know, release version, if there if there's some kind of update in the future or or something like that where it makes kind of you know shorter more digestible uh, versions of of the gameplay for for people that visit the demo VR and like so that I can show show this game off easier to my friends that would be amazing because because this is like you, you love those kind of games that you can demo to people and yeah and sh- no one hundred percent and then and so like this is this is one of those games that like. It's it does everything right. Like it's all those little interactions, eating the VR cookies, like, <laughs> but stamping, stamping stuff like, you know, it, you feel like you're in a place and and you're yeah. you're having a lot of fun doing that's it, actually so. that's actually a pretty cool idea, because I, I agree, like a lot of the gameplay elements um, are would be really fun for first time VR users. And then I know I've thrown folks into the demo before so yeah at least there's still that but it'd be it'd be interesting to have other you know other types of mini games or extra content for for lack of better yeah letter, just because the gameplay is so solid yeah like the gameplay really is really solid and i think i, I yeah i i think it, it would suit itself well to those kind of like just short like quick you know kind of objectives and yep. then boom 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 but uh, I, I guess uh, on an interesting off-topic tangent it's just i it's just fascinating for me like two years later and i still feel like vr is so under the radar i mean yeah people know about (laughs) it but like i I still come across friends um that i've been like telling about vr for a long time that still haven't tried it yet and i've been trying to get them to come over the last year and a half or whatever the case is or go to the store and try it but um so yeah, when they so. finally do, they're like blown away. Like, like I said, like, <laughs> and then we're like, like the this is two years thing, old, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy to think, like you were saying at the beginning of the episode, that like as new as a lot of the like, like I haven't played a lot of games that do a lot of the things that Budget Cuts does as well in the past two years, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, like I played this game and it feels refreshing and fun and new, 
even though like in a lot of ways, like a lot, like some of the, the core gameplay mechanics and budget cuts have been here all along from the demo. So yeah. like, but, but if you, but it, but it, but that's, I mean, that's a testament to how solid all of those mechanics are. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, like I would totally show someone this game to show, like, like when I was playing earlier today, I had showed uh, the Vive off to somebody a couple weeks ago that had never tried it before. And I was thinking, man, like, yeah, if he comes over again, I should have him play budget cuts because this is awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, the fir- maybe for the first time, uh, wouldn't be, too, yeah, like, you know, it would be a little bit difficult to have somebody just jump yeah. straight in. But uh, once they're somewhat oriented with the vibe, it makes it a lot easier. And I, that's that's what I've been t- trying to tell a lot of my friends who are like into VR. It's just like, you can come over and you can play all these like mini games, but until you start like really diving into like, the worlds of what you know vr could be um yeah uh, that's really become that right yeah it's become that like like it really has became like like i mean seeing like games like rec room for example like with this rec royale going on over the weekend and like all these like communities are really forming around some of these games Mm -hmm. and and gameplay styles and like what people are into is like it's become its own thing really like i like it's it's really awesome and fascinating to see what the VR community has became became and kind of like thinking about how to push that forward and how to make it more expansive for new people to come. Yeah, I, and I mean, there's always like new experiences and different things popping up every week. It seems like so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I mean this this was it's cool. Like um, I, I'm I'm happy that it's it's finally out. I'm curious. Like as a final thought, uh, you know, did it live up to the hype for you? I think it did. I mean, I mean, uh, on one hand, I guess it would have been nice to see a little bit more new mechanics. But on the other hand, like the what they did, I mean, they it's not an easy feat to make a game that's this interactive and mm-hmm. this like. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's more it's more ambitious than I th- I would have thought it was going to be. As far as like you know, their character, like they're a real like there's character to this game. There's narrative to this game. There's like, uh, you know, there's storytelling in this game that really pushes things forward in a way that, uh, wasn't in the demo that you wouldn't necessarily have required them to put it, you know, put in, like you can tell that this is a a passion project and you can tell that they worked really hard to make everything that's in the game as, as, as perfect as they can possibly make it. So like so that's that's really odd. like I mean doing it the way they did it as opposed to like an early access title I am ha- I'm I'm super glad that they did it this way because like the fact that I know that I'm able to to boot this game up and get a very polished and, and completed experience is is everything because it's hard to like some of these early access games and like you know they come out so early on early access that unless you're really diligent and following the game closely, you don't necessarily like know when the game is at that point where, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. And, and some we, of them- I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I, th- I think it re- really just depends on the, on the game type because some games it's yeah. really cool to be a part of the process, but I, yep. I agree with you in, uh, for budget cuts and like it, you know, just knowing that you can jump into it and it's it's like you're you're living out a movie or something. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's really yeah, cool yeah. in that sense. And it's a it's a long experience, and it feels like it doesn't feel overly repetitive. It doesn't feel like like it's it, like the campaign is is significant, 
and it's very well done and it's so much fun. Um, and, and I really do feel like it has mechanics that are in and of itself. Like the mechanics for budget cuts are budget cuts mechanics. Like I feel like even though it's doing teleporting and throwing things and all these things that you can do in other VR games, somehow the way that they pull them off in budget cuts are very unique to this game. And so yeah. like I, I legitimately like after hours of playing the game, like my reactions and the way I'm moving and the way I'm teleporting and the way I'm doing things is very much geared towards budget cuts. And I, I think that's really cool. Like I, I yeah, think that's yeah. that's a sign that like the way they implemented everything in this game, they it was expertly done. So yeah, and yeah, just yeah, everything looks great, feels great. Like uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm I think it's it's. I think everybody that has a Vive uh, should be picking up budget cuts. Honestly, like nice. I think, especially right. it's, you got, it's got your stamp of approval. Yeah, I mean, I mean, keep in mind that like you know we haven't played the final final version of the game, but I mean, from what I've played, it's 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 great. Um, if they could add in some of those like shorter uh, levels or like you know, you know the 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 short objective based stuff that I was mentioning, that would kind of make it like a, a a perfect package right now you know it doesn't have multiplayer so i mean keep in mind that like it is a, a solely you know single player experience and it it is more strategic kind of puzzly in that sense mm-hmm. so if you're not into the, those types of experiences then you know then then you might not like it as much as me but i mean just the way the mechanics work the way everything is just I mean, from top to bottom, it's it's an example of a game that was built from the ground up for VR. We knew that back in 2016, and it shows in in the final product. So, and and it's yeah. just like looking at all the games that are coming out right now. Um, you're really starting to see, uh, you know, this maturity in the in the software and the content that's out in on uh, on the Steam VR platform and in VR in general, like. Uh, Getting back into Rec Room this weekend, like I I briefly mentioned, I mean that game. If you haven't gotten into Rec Room in a while, I mean it. It's like a different yeah. It's thing it's now. So cool what they've done with it. And I it's, I I'm someone who hasn't gotten back in regularly, and every time I jump in, I'm just like, this is well, like it's something new yeah. every every week. Yeah, in like a massive way, and then and like I mean, hopefully later, you know, next week or you know, in the coming days. Uh, Downward Spiral Horus Station is a game that you know I've been playing as well. Um, I'm like all these all these games are just like they're different. They're like like all three of those games I just mentioned, you know, Downward Spiral, mm-hmm. uh, Budget Cuts, and and Rec Room. They're all very 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 different types of games, but they're they are all they're they're all uniquely like they have they they all have elements that that. VR complements so well that you couldn't do any way else. Like, like even I mean, like Downward Spiral, for example. That that game does have a PC version of the game. You don't have to play it in VR. But there's just like there's certain things that you can capture in VR better than anything else. And like there's just so many experiences now that that capture the the that that those special feelings. You know? Yeah. Like I like like kind of like what you were saying. Like. I, more so than ever before, I think if someone, if you legitimately think that that someone is going to go out and, and try lots of different games and really put time into VR, like the hardware might not be as polished as we'd all like it. Like 
we'd love to have wireless headsets and super high resolution screens and standalones that can play any, you know, PC high level PC type content. But I mean, if you can live through some of the little hassles of being an early adopter nowadays, mm-hmm. I feel like the software is so much further along than it was two years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's, there's a lot, you know, and, and budget cuts is a great example of, of, of that, like uh, a fully fleshed out experience. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I finally have my vibe set up completely and I'm just, I'm excited to be just jumping into games now. Cause like you said, there's just, there's so much. Um, and I, and it, you know, what's interesting is I feel like we're still at like the beginning of a snowball effect where I yeah. mean, there's going to be tons and tons of experiences that keep coming out. Um, and, 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 you know, that's a good thing and a bad thing in the sense there's going to be a ton of like bad experiences, but to me, the cream always rises to the top. And, you know, as long as, um, you know, we're, we're in a, the community is in a very like group think mode, which I think is, is good in the sense that like, you know, if there's a, if there's a solid game out there, it gets passed around relatively quickly and all of a sudden, you know, it becomes more, one of the more well-known games. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for, for where VR is, even though, we're still such in, you know, an early phase for it. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. No, I, I agree. Well, I think we talked about this game longer than we were anticipating, but I guess that, yeah. that's a testament to how much we, uh, we actually really enjoyed it. No, it, yeah, I, man, in general, I've been having such a blast, uh, with my vibe lately and the lots and lots of games, uh, to continue to play and, and more, more impressions and, and, and game talks to come. So, Absolutely. All right, man. Well, let's, let's go ahead and end this episode here. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll just do a couple quick reminders. So uh, if you can, please do leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we are growing out our YouTube and Facebook channels. So uh, youtube.com slash everything vibe and slash everything vibe on Facebook as well. And uh, Ronnie is handling the Twitter account and uh, doing a lot of cool stuff on there. So we'll have more news for you guys as we get along. And uh, I mean, I think there's we, we have quite a bit of a backlog in terms of games and stuff that we're, we're trying to get through. So if you guys have any recommendations, hit us up, let us know. We'll add it to the list and, uh, and just keep cranking these episodes out. But Ronnie, you got anything else? Uh, no, I, I think that's about it for now. Awesome. All right, man. Well, you take care. Enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend and uh, we will uh, we'll connect again next week. 